You're listening to the Disciple Podcast. You're now in session with the Disciple Podcast. Hey, this is the very first ever Disciple Podcast, and with me I have Virtual Riot and Josh from Modestep. Guys, how's it going? Good day, Skipper. Hello. Okay, so um, I think we're going to start off how we're going to start every podcast with whiskey. Uh, right, oh, so wow. um, we've got some. I'm just going to turn the Rockstar logo to face the camera. <laughs> um, no uh, reason either. No reason. Well, every, every, every podcast has a camera, right? Yeah, yeah. Every podcast now. That's a fun. Um, no, how on? Theater did this. What the fuck is that? What's what? It's not an ice cube. That's an, so ice, an ice, ice dagger. It's a glacier. All right, ice glacier. I'm just, All right, put I'll, some. I'll take it. Put some of that. You want some as well? All Bartender right. Dodge is making us. <laughs> Quality, oh, quality, drinks. quality drinks Not here, enough. guys. All right. So this is this is Woodford Reserve. This is um a nice bourbon that I think is good. But it better be. I'll trust your judgment. A little bit more healthy amounts. For, uh, for those at home, I am filling up. If you're, yeah. not, if you're not, uh, if you're not watching on video, I'm filling up. Everybody, including producer Dieter's <laughs> Rockstar Cup. <laughs> Thank you. With whiskey. Here we go, guys. There's a definite glug's well, well, worth it. Welcome to the first ever podcast. Right. Let's oh, you know what I've this done. is a momentous occasion. I've moved the, the mic back to the point where I now can't reach for anything. <laughs> so oh, I'll, 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 I'll hand it to you. Oh, thank you, Hold bro. On. There we go. Acoustics there we go. come first. All right. All okay. Right. Here Always you go. on the Disciple thank podcast. Thank you. Perfect. Cheers there we go. to the first podcast. Cheers. There's no Cheers. way I'm yeah, There we go. Perfect. Hey. Excellent. Imagine me one for you, D. Oh god. Delicious. All right, so coming up this episode, we have got uh exclusive That is good. That is good. Excuse me guys, I was talking. Sorry, but that is good. <sighs> Sorry. Continue. Jesus. Continue. So coming up this episode, we've got exclusive tunes from Virtual Riot and Mostep that you've never heard before. Very exciting stuff. Very true. Um, so yeah, I guess before we get going, let's let's get the uh, the subject for this episode. Producer Deirsa, could you please pass us an envelope that you've prepared earlier? Yes, oh. I have an envelope, and it has a question mark on it. Ooh, question mystery. mark. Mystery. It's a mystery subject. So what could it be? It? I gotta open it? Uh, yeah, yeah, ideally, yeah. All right, so look. It's like the envelope is an even smaller envelope now. <laughs> yeah, we run out of printer paper. It says technology and the future. Technology uh, in the future. Technology in the future. Is so, that what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, so I definitely didn't know that subject was coming, but um, thank you, producer Dieter. So, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're just going to kind of chat about stuff and play some music and, yeah. you know. So I, I, I've, got, I've got some kind of questions that I thought we could we talk about, because I know you guys are quite into tech stuff. A little bit. Yeah. So Wait, you we, prepared? Yeah. Oh, oh, so I, I, was think, I was thinking we kick off with virtual reality porn. Valentin, why don't you start us? <laughs> oh, I, I just saw that at the Anime Expo this year. <laughs> I was year. joking, but never mind. But carry on, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop you now. Go on, buddy. No, I, I, so I went to the Anime Expo and they uh, had this little area that was for 21 plus. And uh-huh. um, so you could try VR porn there. Hang the ana- on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up a second. The yeah. Anime Expo. Anime Expo in Los Angeles. So yeah. I'm guessing this isn't just regular porn. No, it was uh, 3D animated girl. And what do you mean by try? Um, So, no, the the way they had it set up was um, they had people put on VR goggles and then they were dry humping a blow-up doll. (laughs) And one of the controllers was taped to the blow-up doll so that when they moved it around, it would move in virtual reality as well. Oh, right, the lighthouses sort of see the the virtual positioning. So I I walked in there and I just like saw someone dry humping this inflatable doll and it was like 50 people (laughs) in a circle around that person filming them. Uh, Yeah, it it was rather surreal. Wow. Why would they think that there would be any other reaction than that as well? When you're <laughs> when you're putting yourself forward for that, all you're getting there is guaranteed 
internet exposure oh, yeah. at your at your perversions. That's yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, let's get did some you, pictures up on Google here, buddy. <coughs> did you try it? That. No. Was there a big queue? Yeah. Oh, that That's probably why I didn't mind. try. Mind. <laughs> describe the average QE. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. Um, I was, no, I was, I was there. I was there with my girlfriend there, and we were like watching it. And then they were like, "Oh, if you have a Vive at home, you can just you can try it. Like you don't you, you don't need the blow up doll. You can just download the software and try it." And my girlfriend was like, "Oh, let's try it when we go back home." Have you? I haven't tried it yet. No. Liar. Oh. I haven't tried it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie about that. I'm unbelievable. No, you wouldn't lie about that. That's why I asked you the question. Anyway. I think I need to adjust my search terms here. Yeah. What are you typing in? Virtual reality porn. Oh, no, that's too broad. No, no. It's just going to get you actual virtual reality porn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what I was actually going to bring up. I'm glad I didn't now, but uh, I thought I thought we'd talk about keep it kind of relevant to Disciple to begin with. So, do you guys think technology is going to continue to influence music, or have we already reached a technological plateau? Oh, that's a good <laughs> question. Well, I can tell you by how irritating my laptop when it gets to 100% CPU that we definitely have not reached the. Uh, oh no, that's a, that's yeah. a technological dip. Right, we're back in another valley. Somehow right. we've gone back to the stupid USB ports that. Right. Yeah. And, and overheating and CPU throttling. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah. we definitely not reached the uh, full potential yet. I mean, yeah, I mean, even I'm I'm angry at my new laptop. So there's no way. Well, I mean, what what I was getting at was um, obviously before you know people 100 years ago couldn't really you know 150 years ago couldn't conceive any kind of music that hadn't already mm -hmm. been made, right? And then electricity comes along, and then electric guitars come along, and that ushers in new things, and then synthesizers come on, and that ushers in new styles, and then computers come on with hugely powerful processing abilities where you can create virtual instruments without the limitations of any kind of analog circuits mm -hmm. and that moves music on and now we've got all of that yeah. so the question is do we go anywhere driven by technology or are we kind of there um i still have this little theory um it would need like a big investor like native instruments to put some money into into this but <coughs> or rockstar or rockstar drinks yeah no the Perhaps. idea the idea is you know how video games have like their physics engines for like uh, collisions and gravity an acoustic so, engine exactly an acoustic ah. engine for real time audio synthesis of an object let's yeah let's say like you, you make a box in a 3D animation software like like cinema 4D and then mm -hmm. you can say oh i want this to be made out of metal or glass or wood and have this and that thickness these oh, that's dimensions smart. and then hit it with another object and it'll it'll Does that synthesize. Not Does that not exist? Kind of. Like Reactor, exist. they have the steam pipe thing, right? But that's very much specifically yeah, to it is going in the right, things. It's going in the right direction. It's a physical modeling yeah. and modal sound synthesis. Yeah. So I've seen some videos online by different universities where like people did research in this topic, and they were that stuff's really interesting. But yeah, I don't know how. Um, CPU intense this is, how much of a like I huge computer be, you would need for yeah. real time synthesis. It would be yeah. more so than graphics because you're talking about like the the physical properties of stuff that you would have to be very specific about yeah. how you program it in order to get the sound back. And I, I'm not sure whether it's oh, basically you're we, talking about the kind of the audio equivalent of like real time ray tracing. Yeah. But like yeah, audio of, wave tracing. Audio yeah. wave tracing. But then you would need to know the physical density and the weight exactly. and the everything. You need an air resistance God, this simulation. This sounds like the perfect night in for Valentin. Yeah. Yeah. Air resistance <laughs> simulation. You need like a room simulation. You could yeah. place uh you could place virtual microphones, maybe even select what microphones they are. There are some there is a software, I think there's a reverb plugin where you can sort of draw your own room, blueprint yeah. style, and even put in put up walls inside the room and oh, it will wow. calculate what the the reverb in that room might sound like. Aha. Uh -huh. So it's kind of like not exactly one of those ones where they use a recording of a room, but a uh, kind of a, yeah. like an algorithmic exactly. equivalent, but not just yeah. a kind of yeah. decay 
thing. Yeah, it, it calculates mm. the reverb from the parameters you've set. But then imagine you could say, oh yeah, what was it going to sound like if the walls were stone or wood, flat or, or coarse, mm -hmm. if there was acoustic treatment. Without needing thing. one of those impulse response library exactly. things. Yeah. It would completely just compute that. Nice. From scratch. So that's something I really want to see. That would be a next step for sure. That's yeah. Yeah, you could. And if it, if it was like a three D animation software like uh, Cinema Four D, imagine you had a violin, and then you could say, oh, but what if it was made I don't know, out of glass? Yeah. Just go right. mental with the materials yep. and all that, all the stuff that's. Or in there. you could just design a really weird sounding room that had an amazing sounding reverb to it, mm -hmm. like you're saying. Yeah. Or yeah, you could really just bend all possibilities that we have. Yeah. In human, in the human world, I saw another simulation where they were looking at the sound of water and water flowing. If you drop something into water, so you could, if computers became uh, strong enough, have a video game where you don't have any water samples at all. But if if you drop anything into like a, a lake or something in the river uh, in the game, it'll calculate what it would sound like depending on the shape of whatever you dropped in there. Yep. Just as an example, there's a really good video on YouTube where uh, where they show where they show their how far they've gotten with the synthesis so they of. Are water noise. They are example. actually doing it. It is actually like... Not in real time. So I was going to say that... Right. I mean, that, like... that, that's just to help out by processing power, right? Same yeah. with yeah, yeah. ray tracing and yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same, exactly. Ray tracing mm. was uh, like undoable 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even think of putting that Without into a video 10,000 computers in a data exactly. center. Yeah. And now, now NVIDIA is like boasting with, oh yeah, we can do this in real time now in video games, so maybe... So it really needs one company to step forward and be like, right, I'm going to be the one fronting this and then it will start developing because at the moment you don't have someone kind of making any money off it, so there's yeah. no, no one investing any money yeah. into it. Uh, which is why I'm only finding these obscure videos of university projects mm -hmm. where, yeah. We're also a very niche market as well, compared to like video game consumers, True. which is a yep. gigantic global market. You know, video, yep. you know, music producers is pretty small. Yeah. Very small now, yeah. And obviously the days where, you know, you, a sampler would cost as much as a house is, you know, those kind of economies of scale just don't, you know, don't yeah. fly anymore because there's just no need for it. So something stuff has to be cheap or it's not going to sell. So something where I think this could be interesting is if you have a sample library compared to this simulation like your sample library of I don't know a piano might be 100 gigabytes or something just doesn't yeah there are some libraries that are that big compared to the program being rather small because it's just software just algorithms but it yeah. might sound believable as well I don't know whether yeah, so I guess if, if it will similar to this is um, what they've done in guitars in like the last five years if they've, they've now got profiling guitar amp so you can basically go to a really expensive studio find a guitar amp that you love the sound of, and you can run impulses through it using this. Uh, what's it oh, called? Oh, that's like the Stephen Slake microphone emulation type kind stuff. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like circuitry so emulation. The exactly. The Kemper. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, Kemper have been doing it, and now you can basically profile uh, an amp and then throw the amp away, and you've got that amp as it sounds forever. Yeah, they, they were doing that with the Focusrite Liquid Channel. That okay. was the kind of thing. Do you remember that? That was uh, like ten years ago when I was yeah. in university. They had that, and mm -hmm. that was kind of probably a similar thing, I guess. Is it profiling and that? I think it's like an impulse response type thing. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, um, I guess we should get onto the first dub plate that you guys have. Uh, oh, yeah, time for music. Oh, Who yeah, wants to go yeah. first? Hands Go up. On. Valley, obviously. All right. All right. Um, can, I I, I, can I say, I, I, some, I can I say something? Of course, you can say something about it. So, um, it is uh, for, for this is a video I've been, um, I've been working on uh, with. with no, let me re let me start that again. So no, 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 you can you go ahead. <laughs> no, so it's it's uh, for a video on someone else's YouTube channel. It's going to come out in a bit. Um, but the important thing about this track is, so in the beginning, you'll hear a piano sample, and then everything else in the song from there on, except for the drums, is made from that piano sample. That's a very virtual way of making music. Yeah. I like it. All right, let's. What's the name of the tune? 
Um, oh, so it's it's pn35a.wav. Yeah, because that that's the name of the piano file. Ah, cool. <laughs> P- everybody, pn35a. Virtual Ride Remix. You're now in session with the Disciple Podcast. So how did that all come about, Valley? Um, so it's it's for a video by this this uh, dude from Toronto, Andrew Huang, and um, he makes lots of really cool videos about music production that are uh, that are just super entertaining. And there's this uh, this these series of videos that he makes where it's four producers having to make a song each out of just one sample. Mm-hmm. So this is for the third installment of that. And yeah, that's the sample everyone has to work with. Nice. Did you know about this, Manager Ross, or is this just news to you now and you've discovered that your clients made this song? Honestly, I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, right, great. That's amazing. He's heard, he's heard the song. He's heard I, was, the song. I, was, I was wondering where the lounge music was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well caught. You know what? You actually caught something good. Dear, what the fuck is the lounge music, buddy? Oh, sorry. Jesus. There it is. Oh, it feels a lot better with the lounge music. Yeah, exactly. That's why we have it. It's the relaxed music. Everyone can relax, have some lounge music, and some Woodford Reserve. My anxiety has dropped. Some rock star levels. I think we should talk about tech that kind of comes into our lives a little bit. What uh, what stuff are you guys looking forward to other than the uh, the VR porn hentai stuff that's coming out? What 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 are you guys looking forward to that's kind of coming soon? What am I? Oh, I'm looking forward to nice boring mundane little updates. They're probably not boring to us. So, <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Now's the time, Josh. All right. So I'm waiting for Alexa to be able to for you to be able to push notifications out to Alexa because at the moment in order for Alexa to speak you have to be like Alexa can you touch my pants and then it will do it but we're right. waiting for especially an update especially in VR exactly yeah. Yeah. you could link the two yeah. but there's going to be an update soon that means that you can programmatically get it to talk to you whenever you want and that's going to be really cool because it's going to be a bit more uh, then you can walk around your, your, your apartment and it will just like talk based on where you are and things like that. Ah. So yeah, if, if you wake up at a certain time, you can get it to say, good morning, Josh. Right, so, so it's kind of like trying to make it like, what's the the, the assistant Iron in Man, Iron Man? What, what's, the, what's the assistant in that? No Jarvis, idea. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's kind right, of making yeah. it like Jarvis. Exactly. So it'll kind of soothe you in a slightly intimidating dystopian way. Exactly, yeah. Good morning, Josh. 
I saw you had a nightmare. I left some milk at the foot of your bed. <laughs> there Stuff we go. Like that. Yep, exactly that. That's great. And now they're starting to do these um, little um, RFID chips, which are literally... Yeah, that's really fucking terrifying. Tiny, Are you about to insert into something? Oh, no, you can just, like, put one on your glass, and then you could be like, Alexa, where's my glass? And it'll be like, your glass is on the table in the kitchen, and then you'll ah. know exactly where... But they're tiny. Like they're a like tiny stickers. tile, they're but like much, much smaller. Way smaller. Like, uh, so small you need a microscope to see it. And it's self-powered mm. off its own antenna. It just uses radio frequencies to power itself. It's got no battery or anything like oh, that. So there's just like, what, just the kind of naturally ambient, well, I say naturally, it's not really natural, is it? But yeah. the, the kind of Radioactivity. ambient radio signals just going through the world. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It powers itself off that. And yeah, they, in China now, they're making them into paste, so you can literally paste it onto tiny little things. Wow. Nah. They're making shops where you walk in, there's no one who actually mans it, you pick up your items, you drop them down onto a little uh, shopping bag area. Yeah. It tells you exactly what items you've got. The Amazon then, store does a bit like that, right? Like, that one's that... based on like cameras and imaging and stuff like that, uh, but this is right, just okay. a tiny little RFID chip and then you pick up your things and the, the door doesn't that open amazing. In, until you go, yeah, until you paid. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I mean, I, I can pretty much imagine what the Chinese government are going to be using this for, but yeah. it's still very interesting stuff. This is, you know, you can't stop the flow and, the flow and tide of technology in this kind of yeah, way. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's something interesting too, because you were talking about like shopping and now I'm thinking about virtual reality again. Um, oh. Has anyone seen the movie Valerian? Terrible movie, but don't nope. think so. Okay. Not saying it's me. Terrible sci-fi movie, but in oh, how and it's Valerian and Valerian the thousand and the city of the thousand. So, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, the planet of a thousand. This is such a like replaceable. <laughs> I, I've title, seen it in like an <laughs> airline <laughs> movie list. Yeah. <coughs> so Ooh. in the movie, uh, at one part they're on like a dust, like a desert planet, and. Uh, so what's happening there is there's like the biggest store in the universe, but it's just this desert planet and everyone puts on a VR headset and then suddenly it transforms like this desert uh, place into like all the storefronts so they can VR walk into all the shops and everything. So I thought that'd be mm. kind of cool. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the new, For, the new Oculus, what's it called? Is it Oculus? Go, no, not the Go. The, the, there's a new six degree yeah, of yeah. freedom Oculus that's yeah. been announced recently, the and, that, and you will be able to like walk around because mm. it uses inside-out tracking, like the Windows Mixed Reality VR stuff. Mm -hmm. So you could pretty much do that already. And I think there was a demo I saw on the YouTube yeah. of someone walking around a field, and they were walking into like yeah. a church and walking out and stuff. Well, they still need a good like uh, treadmill. That's still the the thing that everyone's oh, yeah. waiting on is it's to be able to stand still and do do all that stuff and treadmill. Yeah, right yeah. Away. I mean VR VR. Um, well. Actually, it's funny you mentioned the, the treadmill theft because I went on one in Canada like six months ago and it was fucking awful. That's what I mean, yeah. Really it's the, it's bad. the resistance. You're, you like, don't you're get like any on these like, slippers and you're like trying to run and it's like you run at like 60 miles yeah. an hour and yeah. you're just going like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, makes you feel very motion sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go for it. <laughs> I did see this insane VR, uh, not treadmill, I don't know what the word is for it, but like one of these rotating kind of things on Kickstarter yeah. for like yeah. a grand. Oh. And it's like a kind of a, it's like got these motors and these wheels like this and then this is kind of like round chair you sit in yeah. and it tilts you around huh. but it's like a grand and it and it'll create the sensation of like acceleration and deceleration yeah. by tilting you back hmm, interesting and it works okay. with like flight sims and car there, games it's getting stuff. closer yeah. there was another one uh, another method i saw where it would kind of um it would kind of make it so that you would have to walk a curve in real life, but you walk straight in virtual reality. Like imagine, yeah, you want to like walk oh. a long path in VR, but your room's not that long. Oh. So it would fake it so you would have to walk a slight curve that you wouldn't notice. That's so, so, so smart. By kind of tricking your brain by turning yeah. the image to make it think how, that you're yeah, going straight. I don't know how well that You'd would still work, need a big room. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. do it in here. Exactly. You'd be like, yeah. 
I know I'm walking in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. it just kept making you reset yeah. your position whenever you're about to hit a wall. It's like, yeah. and turn, and game continue, or something I, like yeah. that. I, also, I saw, I saw one of the treadmills that was like, yeah, it was like it was like a proper workout treadmill, and then yeah. it had another row of like yeah. little thingies, so, so you could walk in like both directions, sort of, like overlaid. But the problem is it would start moving while you were walking, and then it had like a really long slowdown time. Yeah, exactly. And like it would like reposition itself at all times. And years ago, I saw something where it was literally just like a little, a little like... Loads of bearings no just a li little bowl almost like yeah. that you were standing in and you uh, the, at the bottom of your feet were just some sort of cushions and you were a little bit that, held in that's place what around I've been, your head. Yeah. I've been on that exact yeah, exactly. thing yeah, it's yeah. terrible is yeah, it yeah, yeah. Uh, really bad okay, I was so, so excited I was like yeah. oh my god it nice yeah. it's the resistance that you're you naturally when, you, when you're yeah. walking you yeah, get you resistance don't, and you don't, you get don't do it like that yeah. oh because you're sliding back and then that confuses because your feet sliding and that confuses your brain and then the it has this kind of like speed up slow down algorithm I guess to smooth it out and it yeah. doesn't work properly it gives no. you this kind of like floating oh, sensation no. and, okay, it, and you yeah. move much closer I mean the thing is that like, all of these VR arcades use like proprietary software yeah. so the games are always terrible I guess because mm -hmm. of licensing issues so again makes you feel motion sick right. have you been to the VR place in Tokyo the VR theme park I, last time I went to the one that's in Shibuya yeah, right yeah. that was above like uh -huh. yeah, yeah that's that since the, since last time I was in Japan that's been in there so yeah, I, yeah. I haven't been there yet but oh, we'll, we'll, go in, we'll go in January I've I'm done excited. it oh it's really good it's really 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 good and I, they had uh, like fans around you so when there's wind in the game you get oh, dude, they've got something like that uh, Dave and Buster's a Jurassic oh, yeah? Park thing and it's genuinely good yeah, yeah, like, they I was amazed good. how good it is have yeah, you yeah. seen that Dave and Buster's they've got a, they've, it's based on like I'm pretty sure it uses the Vive yeah it's yeah. Vive but they've got like it's like a roller coaster ride type thing like a rail shooter no there's no shooting it's, oh, it's okay. not really a game it's just an experience but you sit in these chairs and it's like like one of those theme park 4D rides and yeah. they've got the same thing they got wind that blows wind at you it tilts back when it moves yeah, yeah, and like you're in one of those Jurassic Park like kind of like balls moving yeah. around oh, mm -hmm. cool. and it's the most convincing motion because they, they've perfectly mapped yeah. Yeah, everything yeah. and it's incredibly convincing you've got to try it out that was actually one of my favourite things at theme parks when I was really young like those rides where it was basically just like a space shuttle looking bus that you mm -hmm. sat down mm -hmm. and then it was just a, just screen, a screen in front, in front. yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. and it would just like move up and down and shake around to give you the sensation that you were going through it's a roller like coaster. It's like that with VR yeah. and fans. Yeah, yeah. I've, I loved that when I was like six or, or seven years old because maybe it was it was able to fool me a little more back then. But yeah, you'd be surprised how easy your brain still gets oh, tricked. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. So that they've got one in that VR theme park that's like it's kind of a boxing ring. You take your shoes off and you go and stand on this carpeted boxing ring, and yeah. it takes you on a flying carpet ride where you have to shoot things. But because they've got wind and it's also moves, this whole boxing yeah. ring is like you really feel like you're there. Like Ooh, really okay. feel like you're there. And it's uh, wait, where was that? That's in in Shibuya. Oh, in nice. Okay. Yeah, are you coming it. with us in January for the few when days are you, before? Are you going On the way to Thailand, we're oh, doing okay. like three stops. Yeah, no, I'm going after. Three nights. But ah, okay. I oh, have, I've seen videos of that VR arcade and I really want to go there. It's yeah, great. We'll definitely What's the name of the island just in the Tokyo Bay that's like an arcade, like theme park island? You know where they have like... Have you been there? It's My like full of like theme know. parks. Yeah, I went there and they had a multi. This is like two years ago, and they had a multiplayer VR zombie shooter where there was other yeah. people in the room with you, That's running cool. around with oh, laptops cool. basically on your back. What? So and you'd hear them like like these Japanese girls like scream when the zombies came in like the real world oh, around you. Oh, nice. I mean, the graphics were terrible. Yeah. It, it looked like 
like it, it looked like like Quake Two or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. really Time really crisis. rubbish. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but anyway. No, yeah, I found that interesting with the like even terrible graphics. If it's just like a really intense game, it can already have so much fun. Like me and my girlfriend downloaded just lots of free or one dollar horror VR games. Right. When I, like it would just be like the like a haunted maze you had to go through. Yeah. You had to walk by like swinging the controller back and forth, kind of making oh, a walking the real motion. motion. They call it whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was fun. But then yeah, the graphics were terrible. But you would still just freak the fuck out if yeah. you turn around there was a ghost behind you even if it yeah. was like the worst looking ghost dude you got, you've, got, you've got to play um, Until Dawn uh, Rush of Blood oh, that's so that is amazing so it's on PSVR good. I've yeah. got it next time you come it's over it's so good it's a horror VR shooter where you're on like a kind of um, like a roller coaster thing on a rail oh, and it's so the same thing. a rail shooter there'll be like an shooter, audio yeah. that will distract you to make you look right and then yeah. audio that will distract you to make you look left and there'll be something in your face oh. the thing about that game though is how it messes with your sense of perspe- perspective and how big things are because mm-hmm. suddenly you'll have a doll that's like this big and yeah. then it's the size of a building and you're like, what yeah. the oh. hell is going on? Yeah, that game's amazing. I was it, convinced It's, what, it's one of the better ones because the yeah. software yeah. is definitely the, 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 the weak point at the moment of VR. Uh-huh. Like, there's uh-huh. so many. You go on Steam and it's just like thousands of like shitty... Crap test software, like, basically. Like, basically tech demos. Yeah. I, found this, I found this resurgence of rail shooters so interesting because that was yeah. an old arcade genre. Uh-huh. That well, hasn't before been you could for move so around long. basically, and now you can't move around again, so they've gone yeah. back to that restricted. Yeah, exactly. Platform. I think Very until cool. they figure out the whole kind of you know motion sickness and movement thing, like like you know something where you're in a fixed point is definitely the way to go with VR. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's, we've been um, talking about VR we've been for like about a lot of a VR. Wow, I'm surprised we aren't sponsored by like Vive yet or something. We should be so. yet. Shall I mean? Hello, HTC. <laughs> if you're watching. RobertDiscipleRex.com. Um, so let's move on to some music. So uh, Josh, we've got a tune from you. Do you want to introduce it? It says Whip Final 3.mp3 yeah. on the player. Do you want to give us some more information? Or it's, it's literally called Whip. Sick. The Disciple Podcast. Brush twice daily to avoid cavities. I guess one last thing I'd quite like to talk about before we run out of time All is, right. um, and bear with me here, social media, is it a phase? And, and bear with me because I have a reason for saying this. So 
I can't think of many technologies that in the kind of grand scheme of things or, or trends that have stood the, the, you know, the test of time. And it's kind of hard for me to imagine social media not being a thing. But in the capacity that we kind of currently use it in this kind of narcissistic kind of obsession. I mean, I'm not talking about so much in terms of the world, the world of music promotion, because obviously that's a completely different thing. But I, I'm in, in terms of like mainstream kind of like, you know, look at me culture. If you know yeah. what I mean, because it, it's definitely it's it's very different uh, in, a, in a kind of cultural level beyond just the technological level of stuff we've been through before. And like, I've never seen anything before Facebook that has kind of captured like normal people to this except to this mm -hmm. extent. Like, obviously, MySpace was kind of a very subsect and all these different different things. But Facebook is a thing that everybody and their dog has. Yeah. But do you guys, what do you, where do you guys see this in like 10, 20 years? Well. Okay, so my only uh, like parallel and comparison that we can actually make to this is WeChat, right? So in China, they've got however many billion users on yep. WeChat. So it doesn't really matter what the platform is. I feel like technology is always going to lead us towards uh, lead us towards social media. We have it now. We had phones. We didn't stop using them. We had fax machines. We didn't stop using them. I yes, think, we did. Yeah, so once we have something, we're not going to... I can't see it's going to stop influencing. I think the behavior is going to get worse. I, 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 it's a weird thing to say, but when I go to China and you're on WeChat and you don't see all of the nonsense media stuff that you see over here that people are influenced by. Oh, I've got, I've got some Chinese friends. I see a lot of very... Oh, I see, oh you're talking about the main... Right, yeah, sorry. so like Kim Kardashian, that kind of stuff. They don't, they don't, they don't have like gossip all day every day it's kind of banned or like restricted in a certain way that's not the worst thing ever there's a lot of kind of government enforcement of kind of like reputable behavior i know that much mm -hmm. there, was, there was that film star recently there was some kind of controversy and she just like just disappeared yeah i, know, I mean like, they disappeared, they disappeared banned, but she um, was gangster rap is like completely oh they banned, banned. peppa pig yeah yeah because peppa pig oh, is yeah, gangster the... yeah they banned peppa pig and go. they banned banned winnie the pooh yeah they banned winnie the pooh because a picture of of, of uh, xi jinping and oh, yeah. obama where basically he kind of got ridiculed off the back of that. So they're like, right, yeah, we'll just ban Winnie yeah, the Pooh. Fuck that's it. Bizarre. That's Blow, weird. Uh, when Full I was, country ban. Yeah, when I was in uh, China in August, they were still selling Peppa Pig shirts. So that's like... Dude, you can get anything. I mean, the thing yeah, is, like, no, even yeah, if true. you ban something like, in China, yeah, it's like, yeah. is it banned? No, but, but like, I, if, I went, if I had to go back, I would wear a Peppa Pig shirt, but I would not wear a Winnie the Pooh shirt if I Yeah, that, that's uh -huh. definitely so more I edgy. just wanted to know if Peppa Pig is at the level now. I don't really know. I mean, I, I saw a lot of Peppa Pig shit last time, but yeah. I also saw a lot of Suprom <laughs> stuff and all kind of... <laughs> Um, some guckies. Stuff. Some gucky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All kinds yeah. of interesting I love it stuff, when which you, is definitely not legal. I love it when you go to Japan, though, and it's just like you're at the spins and it's the knockoff Supreme, but it just says, like, super shit or something yeah. in the yeah. same form. Oh, man. I, see, it almost becomes like a postmodern kind of art yeah. thing. After yeah, a while, I saw, I saw this one. I saw every single logo you can possibly imagine on one T-shirt in a shop in Shanghai earlier this year. And it was like, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, oh, all together on one shirt. Yeah, one shirt. That's a back-to-back. Nice. -back. But that, at that point, it's more like it's like kind of a... a I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sounding like some kind of like copyright infringement evasion lawyer here saying it's a tribute <laughs> rather than actual copyright theft. But, yeah, it kind of is. The thing is, it does like it does actually invoke some pretty good, uh, good stuff, especially with technology, because yeah. like they don't have any copyright laws on quite a lot of their technological advancements over in China. So mm -hmm. anyone could make it. It's like if you can make it, you can make it. And it's kind of made everyone like step their game up a little bit. So maybe it's not the worst thing to have such like yeah. open copyright uh, laws. Hmm. You're you're talking to a record label owner here, so yeah. watch your words, that's Josh. That's true. <laughs> anyway, um, so back to social media. So yeah, yeah I, I, I was I also had a thought on that just because of I mean, there's like lots of things you have to uh, think about. One of my favorite things is like in like the change of social media over time is 
the moment where the next generation has access to that social media and their parents are on it that which makes so weird. exactly oh, which yeah. makes it, I mean, so that's already weird. obviously happening yeah. with There's facebook people. a lot lots of people i know in in germany for example my just my girlfriend's younger brother wouldn't be on facebook that much and then they rather tend to only use something like whatsapp and not even have like a facebook profile it'd yeah. rather be twitter not even maybe not even twitter just instagram and whatsapp rather than facebook got you i mean the reason i brought it up partly is cuz i myself have found myself pretty much not really having any interest in social media anymore yeah. like i i love messenger i think it's the best communication platform the world has ever seen because you'll never lose touch with people if you have messenger you can always yeah. find people not you have to worry about changing the, but and, and i don't really give a shit about all the digital privacy privacy yeah. stuff i mean like you know i don't you know no, secrets yeah, right. yeah, it's, uh, as Elon Musk said, I, the cia does not give a shit about what kind of porn you exactly. watch you know there is yep. really it does not matter about to me personally well, what kind I, of porn I, do you watch Rob? good question uh, <laughs> right so um we're going to end the podcast here. The Disciple Podcast. Brush twice daily to avoid cavities. I didn't expect that, mate, to be honest. Yeah, well. So, self-driving cars. Yep. That's a thing. That is a thing. Uh, 2025, I think they're saying, is like, that's it. That's all normal driving ones gone. If they wanted to. Oh, I recently, yeah, to. recently had that. I was at an airport and I was ordering an Uber and there was like, you might be picked up in a self-driving. <gasps> they do it they do at Domino. Oh, were you in Pittsburgh? I didn't know it wasn't Pittsburgh, but it was like they also lag. said I was going to be two drivers, like two drivers, two people who monitor it in the front still. That's sick. But yeah. I want to do that. I don't remember where yeah, it was. Because they have to, federally, they have to have someone yeah. like to take over. Mm -hmm. But that's going to get phased out. They're hitting it like level three or level four autonomy is like when it's like... It's already 50 times uh, safer yeah, than a human. Exactly. This is the thing. I think this is absolutely inevitable. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, you have to acknowledge that, you know, people are going to lose jobs here in the industry. But that's just rockstar cans. Mm, yes. Delicious. Delicious rockstar. Tastes like success. By <laughs> rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Disciple Podcast. Yep, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, th I think it's a good thing. I've, I've been in a self-driving, not fully self-driving, but a Mercedes S-Class that has the... It'll drive 100% for you on a, on a highway, and it's pretty yeah. insane. I actually, I, I hired a Jetta last month that had like the whole dynamic cruise control and all this yeah. kind of shit. Mm. I think if and I'm going to get a car, I'm going to get the Tesla. I think like as soon as they're available, Ooh. the Model the, 3, the Model 3 yeah. Yeah. it's a well. good price point. You just need to make right. sure that you've got a way of running a power cable out of your house to charge it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm opposite a electric charging point for, for cars. Even so I can better. Is there, is there that. one? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah, that, no whole big, um, that whole big, uh, it looks like a big petrol station, but it's not. It's an electric charging oh, okay. spot. So I'm tempted to, because I, I looked on finance and not that much. And I want my car to drive me around because I'm lazy. So it's great. Well, <laughs> when they have all of the, the remote recall stuff they're going to be bringing in a few mm -hmm. years, you can just go to LAX and it will come to you, yep. which is oh just fucking God. mind blowing. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Apparently, when you're not using it, it can run as an Uber service for yeah. you and earn money for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have 10 of them. Yeah, it's gonna be oh great. People will have fleets. Yeah, yeah, yeah Android, Android car fleet. Oh my yeah, exactly. God. The idea is that they're going to be using Tesla vehicles to prop that. They're going to basically be launching yeah. an Uber comp competitor, I think, and they use mm -hmm. their vehicles and customer cars. This yeah. Genius for them. Is, they yeah. sell you a car. Yeah. So you buy the car. And they'll take a cut then, of your earnings as well. And then they run the car sharing service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is genius. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't <sighs> knock it a mask, can you? No, nah, that's a future I want to be involved in. And the boring thing that he's doing underneath oh, yeah. the underneath LA as well. I'm like, I think hurry that launches that. next month, and you can use it for free or like no. a dollar. Like they're, they're running like kind of just. It's near the um, what's that? What's the name of that museum? 
the to the west. Black the really Mutt. famous. What? No. No, no, the one on the hill. The Getty. Yes, the Getty. The Getty Up yeah. by there, they've got like a test tunnel. It's like a couple of miles long. Where's it go? Oh. Is it for cars only? I'm not sure because I th- I know the idea is they're going to have yeah. these kind of like roller skate 